Yo, 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 guys, what is up? Welcome back to another episode of Marijuana Say Weekly. And today we have a very important topic. We're going to be finally chatting about powdery mildew, PM, the curse of the grow. Uh, it's basically, yeah, it's just, just time. We found a, a real expert in the, in the subject and they're going to guide us through it. Uh, yeah, me and Dean could rant about PM all day. I was the PM king at one stage. <laughs> I think we've both been. <laughs> uh, for those that don't know, just so, so Jamie doesn't have to do the full introduction, it's basically, a, it's obviously a mildew um, and it's it's not a good thing to be having on your plants. It can ruin entire crops. And if you have ever seen any like white fluffy stuff on your plant, then this is the episode to be listening to. Um, okay, I'm going to bring our expert in. Hey, Jamie, thanks so much for taking some time to uh, share some really important info with us about powdery mildew. Uh, I know I'm, I'm actually going to hand it over straight to, to Dino in a, uh, as, our, as our master grower. I mean, he's, he's had more experience with, okay, I've had my fair share of experience with powdery mildew, but that was just due to like severe lack of experience uh, all around. Uh, but yeah, fire away, Dean, what do you... What do you so want to I know? Think, I think this conversation, Jamie suggested it to talk about this actually, but I was quite keen because uh, we've had a lot of clients who have uh, had dealt with this quite heavily. I've dealt with this personally. And there's a, you know, it's a, something that can cause you to lose a lot of your crop, if not all of it. And there's quite a few techniques and different bits of information. So I think we'll just jump straight into it. Jamie, what uh, sort of what kinds of tips do you have for those who are dealing with powdery mildew or even better, how do you avoid dealing with powdery mildew? Um, so yeah, I mean, powdery mildew for the people that don't know, it's a fungus that um, affects um, different uh, like crops. Yeah, it affects many different crops um, and not just cannabis, but uh, on cannabis, it can be very damaging and lead to a lot of crop loss and it can be very difficult to deal with as well. Um, and yeah, it's a fungus that you, know, you can see in the pictures there, kind of starts out as small little um, dots on the plant, on the leaves, on the fan leaves. And then it slowly starts to spread and eventually the whole plant and all the buds are just covered in this white powder, which is just awful. Um, and you know, that can't be smoked or used or anything. So basically it needs to get chucked away. And yeah, part of, I mean, with all plants, it boils down to your environment and the genetics of the plant. And this is like a really big factor. Um, a lot of plants will be susceptible to PM because they have weak genetics for it. Whereas, um, you'll see some plants that have really strong genetics and a lot of resistance, uh, to powdery mildew. And so you can even see that often in say a tent or outdoors, some plants will get it really badly and then some won't. So selection of your strains is really important and, um, especially like loss summer season i had a lot of pm on on my plants um my my uh, preventative pest program i was a bit slack on that but this season i've uh, selected specifically strains that are pm resistant so i don't have to have that that issue at the end of summer 
And how do you um, know? How do you know if a strain is going to be PM resistant or not? Or does that just come through sort of trial and error and 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 testing? Uh, how does one identify a strain that's going to be powdery mildew resistant? Yeah, it's just really from growing it out and and keeping the strain going for a while and and growing it in different environments. So some of the strains I've had going for a few years and I know them very well. I've I've had PM in indoor and outdoor and and these few strains they just don't get it. Um, so you know it's to I don't know speak to your grower friends uh, and see who's got a strain that's PM resistant and also if you find one by chance is to try and take a cutting of it and keep it as a mother because um, that, that's a really a valuable um, strain to have if it has a natural resistance to PM. It could be the difference between a a crop or not a crop at the end of the day. (laughs) Yeah, or like a lot of headache and struggle Mm -hmm. compared to just an easy, happy grow. So let's say we've we've got it. Uh, You know, we've we've tried to pick a good uh, strain-resistant, PM-resistant strain, uh, but now we've got it. Uh, what do you suggest as the, as the, I was just thinking back, I actually made a video once, um, of like how to cure, how to cure PM. And I made like one part and then I just killed the plant. <laughs> and I never <laughs> made a part two. I was like, I'm going to try apply some, uh, I think I applied milk spray or something like that. And then the next day I just killed the plant. I like couldn't deal with it. It was too stressful. <laughs> yeah, no, I've, I've heard the milk <laughs> technique a lot. I'm not really one to use milk. <laughs> um, so if you have it, it can be tricky to deal with because in, especially in flower, and, and it seems to also kind of come about and get really bad during flower. And as you kind of get further into flower, uh, Personally, I haven't really seen it on any plants that are in veg, like really suffering. And if they are, then that's a clear sign that it's a genetic, you know, bad, bad genetics and should get mm-hmm. rid of that. Um, so yeah, it usually kind of comes in, it starts to get hectic and flower. And if you don't have a pest prevention program, then yeah, it's difficult. So the, the products that we have are this AQ, AQSF. And biotrico, these are beneficial fungi, um, and they actually attack powdery mildew. So this AQSF, it's a it's a parasite to powdery mildew. So it will help to control it, but if you have a, a strain that's weak genetics, you know, spraying this when you deepen flower is not going to just magically make the PM disappear. Mm. It's going to maybe help control it. Um, so all you can really do is to physically remove all the leaves with, with PM, cut them out, um, and then to spray these biologicals. And these are just fungal spores and water. So they are fine to spray onto the plant and flower. Um, and it's better to have these beneficial fungal spores on the plant rather than a plant full of PM spores, you know? Mm. Um, And then there's uh, another product that we've also just recently added is a a bacteria that also fights um, uh, quite a few different fungal diseases. And this one, because it's a bacteria and doesn't leave any residue, it can also be used in flower. 
But again, these things, you know, they'll help to control it. But if if the situation is really bad, then it's not going to magically make all this disappear. And so some people like to wash their buds afterwards. I mean, it's, you know, it's not great. It's not great flower. Um, but the thing is also what people need to, so now if they've dealt with that going forward, they need to have a very strong pest program in place because those spores are microscopic. They're going to be all over the grow space. And even if you go in afterwards and sanitize, you know, you're never going to get every single little spore and maybe other spores will come in from outside, um, you know, and those are really hard to control. So having a proper uh, pest prevention program in place is, is crucial. Um, yeah. And then another great product is this uh, biosulfur. So it's a natural sulfur that's been processed by microbes. This one has a really strong knockdown effect on the powdery mildew. So once you spray it, it pretty much kills the powdery mildew in its tracks, but it leaves a, a residue on the plants. So it's fine to use in veg, but if you've had a, a your flower space and you've dealt with PM, then what I suggest is to spray that right at the start of flower all over the whole area and the plants, and then follow on with these biologicals, which are going to wash that uh, residue off and put good microbes onto the plant surface that's going to outcompete that that powdery mildew. Okay, so use the sulfur during the veg period, and then as you get into your flower period, you're wanting to sort of move away from the sulfur because it has a does it have a strong smell? The bio sulfur. Oh yeah, it's got that that sulfur smell, um, but it does leave a residue. I was chatting with the manufacturer recently, and they suggested using a much lower dosage to the one that I've been using. But um, how I have used it has been very effective. But you know, often you just need to do one spray and that, that PM's kind of really taken a knock and then just follow on with the, with the biologicals. And uh, preventative steps that uh, obviously, okay, so we've covered like, you know, just keeping your, your space clean and, and, and stuff like that, but there's uh, things like humidity and uh, times of watering and any other methods and things like that that you could use to prevent it without sort of chemical intervention well yeah so indoors it's a little bit easier to control the environment and you can get your mm. humidity and, and air movement right um outdoors and especially in greenhouses yeah. <laughs> especially if you have one of these little poly tunnels um you know with no that. fans or anything in it it's it's it can be quite tricky so with that i would just spray the, the biologicals um, kind of once a week. You can also mix um, the other biologicals with these, like the bio insect, which helps against pests. So it's kind of an all-in-one pest prevention once a week spray. Um, and then as you get closer to the flowering time, especially outdoors and in the greenhouse, then I would probably do two applications of this right at the start of flowering just to knock it down and then definitely follow on with the, with the biologicals. And how late into flower are you spraying biologicals until sort of week four around there? Look, yeah, if, if there's no issues um, and you know your strains, then you can spray into week four. But if you are dealing with PM, then you're going to have to kind of spray 
all the way through to the end if you want to see your harvest through. Um, yeah, because otherwise that PM is just going to become more and more and rather have the good microbes on the plant than, than PM. Yeah, I think the key yeah. with PM from everything is that the prevention is definitely far easier than the cure. And I think anyone who's dealt with it can <laughs> can agree with that. So rather mm. keep your, your prevention methods going and go into your flower period knowing that you've done as much as possible than trying to deal with it late flower because it's a nightmare to deal with once you, once you enter flower and you can see yourself losing bud consistently <laughs> through, yeah. that, uh, yeah. through that period. Uh, any final tips for our listeners, uh, Jamie, uh, who have dealt with this? Um, <laughs> yeah, again, it's just your proper pest prevention program and then your mm. genetics. Just hunt out for those PM-resistant strains. If you find one, keep it, you know, take a cutting, give it to a friend who's got a mom space. Um, yeah, genetics is very important. Yeah, no, I Great. agree. Awesome. Excellent. Thank you so much, Jamie. Uh, yeah, uh, just for those, we didn't actually do a, a, a full introduction, but Jamie's, yeah, he's a grower with many, many, many years of experience. And yeah, we, we take this sort of info uh, with a lot of gratitude. And yeah, we really appreciate you coming on the show. Cool, pleasure. Cool, thanks. Thanks for having me. Anytime. I've been looking for a sulfur product, so I'm great. Mm. I'm glad that Jamie has uh, brought it to our attention. He did say that it will be coming out in some smaller sizes, a 250 yeah. and a 1 liter, which we'll definitely be stocking. And the biologicals we do have available already. And, yeah. uh, you know, uh, for me personally, I've dealt with, uh, in my earlier grow career, I think before everyone was growing, I didn't really deal that much with PM. But the last three to five years, I've had a lot of PM. And mm. for me, it's become very very much about preventing and not curing i'm doing a yeah. weekly spray every week the only product that i'm including that jamie didn't suggest is i'm uh, using a kaya farms product called synergistics microbes and then i'm mm. also using a kaya farms product called uh, wetting agent yeah or, uh, the, it's a uh, made in the jadam wet, uh, method we've uh, done some stuff about that and for me i've gone touch wood into some good uh, periods now of uh, very little to no powdery <laughs> i say that while holding on to my desk <laughs> yeah it's quite a fickle thing and it's not really i mean it is it's it's very prone to cannabis i don't i think that was a bit of an understatement i mean the amount of time like people grow tomatoes and just wild and this and that like okay they can't get their own bouts of funguses and stuff like that but i suppose that's not a high value crop like cannabis so something you know it's just got to be known that, you know, prevent it because you could lose a whole crop. And if you are watching this and one day you want to go into growing weed for a living, uh, either for a company or for whatever your, your desires, you're going to have to make sure you don't get PM. People aren't going to buy your bud with it. Neither should you ethically sell it with, with mildew on it. But I think that point on the genetics is probably the most important. I've personally seen a whole crop covered in mildew where mm. it was all a monocrop and then one different strain right in the center of it all that didn't get any mildew on it at all when it was completely surrounded by plants with mildew. Mm. So if you find a genetic that seems mildew resistant, take that cut, guys, get a cloning kit, small cloning tent or something and keep it going and you'll avoid problems in the future most definitely. Mm. 
Brilliant. Thanks so much, guys, for watching this and listening to this wherever you're listening to it. You may be on some one of the podcast apps and we're on Apple Music, on Podcast Addicts, on Spotify, wherever. Uh, we also have a bunch of links below this video. We are also on video on YouTube is our main channel if you're listening to this elsewhere. And as always, uh, we'll link to some of the stuff below um, those, those products just so you can get some extra info on that. And as always, have an awesome week and check you guys soon. Peace. Peace, guys.